Hey everybody, NRL Supercoach Therapy Podcast, the Round 22 Review. It's here, it started on Thursday night between uh, two of the big guns, the Penrith Panthers hosting the Melbourne Storm. Uh, both teams under strength due to injury, suspensions, etc. And uh, I mean, it was still a quality game, but 16, 16 block, the Storm just uh, took care of business against the, um, the Panthers who... Oh, they struggled uh, in attack. The amount of ball that they had was uh, was just ridiculous. Um, for, and for, uh, was it fifty something tackles in the uh, Melbourne twenty? Uh, couldn't offer a single point. Uh, look, two things you can take away from that: the Penrith def- uh, attack was um, was a bit inept, uh, and the Storm defence was outstanding. Uh, that's what I got from it. To be fair, I mean, I thought the Storm was superb. They were desperate in defence. Uh, they didn't want they didn't want uh, Penrith to score a single time, and uh, and they had their chances a few times. Uh, got held up, they were close to the line, just got bundled out into touch, things like that. I mean, Penrith are good enough to score a few tries, but Melbourne were just so desperate in defence, and it was a real return to form for them uh, on that side of the ball. I mean, um, Munster had a had a strong game without being uh, outstanding. Uh, they had other contributors. I thought Brandon Smith was excellent. Uh, he started and played very, very well, uh, repaying the team after having uh, the three-week suspension. Um, uh, let's have a look at the try scores. It was all done in the first half. All the damage was done. Nick Manny, Brandon Smith with a great try where he broke through some pretty flimsy Penrith defense, really uncharacteristic stuff. Uh, and Nofaluma also dot- dotted down on that left edge there. A couple of conversions to Nick Manny, and that was it. Uh, look, let's have a look at the Supercoach scores. Uh, Coruscant, he top scored for the Panthers with 85. Uh, Yo, 68. Um, some of the more popular players, guys like Tungo, 51. Kikau, 50. Toto, 47. Um, and yeah, I mean, the halves struggled. I thought Salmon uh, struggled a bit. He had a tough old week. Uh, and Sean O'Sullivan as well. I mean, they were, they were just smothered by uh, the Melbourne defence. Uh, injury concern there to Liam Martin, um, went over on the ankle pretty heavy, uh, came off the field. You would think they won't take any chances there, uh, and he'll probably see a little bit of time uh, on the sideline um, because, yeah, that was you know that was pretty nasty. There's no real need to rush him back. Uh, they're still well clear on top of the ladder. Were they three, point, three games clear? Um, so... You know, there's no real. There's six points. There's six points ahead, and the Cowboys had a loss. So uh, there's no real concern um, to, to to rush Martin and get that ankle right. They've got finals to play, and um, for the Storm, though, I mean, I thought uh, Nelson Sofa Solomona was immense. Um, they did quite a good job. He played pretty big minutes. They did quite a good job. They're moving him from prop, uh, even pl- and giving him a bit of a rest out there on the edge. Um, where he where he could also do a little bit of damage while he's getting his breath back. Uh, I thought uh, Kamakamitha was very strong. I thought Jesse Bromwich had a really good game. Uh, the Storm were without Hughes and without uh, Kafusi, and you know with without Hughes, Munster was just he was chiming in. He was playing a bit of fullback and he was playing in the line as well. Uh, and you know I, I think you can do that. You can play that hybrid role. Uh, you can you can do that very easily as a five eight and go back and play fullback. 
Uh, maybe a little bit different. You probably couldn't do that as a halfback, especially if you're a genuine halfback. That's really, you, you know, you're playing the front line there. But Munster can move back and forth between fullback uh, and 5'8". Uh, look, they were really, really good. Uh, let's have a look at scores for, uh, for the Storm. Uh, Brandon Smith, 89. Munster was strong with 76. Harry Grant, uh, really good in defense. Um, he made a lot of tackles in the middle there because Penrith had a lot of the ball. They just couldn't do anything with it. Uh, 73 for Grant. Uh, let's have a look. Who else of consequence there? Uh, a few people got Nick Meaney, 52. Uh, good to see Xavier Coates back. Uh, or 40 for him. 40's not bad without a try. Uh, normally normally uh, for 40 points, Xavier Coates would need a try on the board there. But uh, look, positive signs for Melbourne, who are in the top four. Uh, and they're, they're two points clear of the surging bunnies. Uh, real positive signs for Melbourne. Uh, and not the end of the world for Penrith, uh, missing so many players, coming up against a good team who have found some form now. Uh, look, nothing wrong with that. You probably want to score some points. Uh, having a donut next to your name doesn't look great, but it's not the end of the world, 16-0. Uh, move on to the early Friday game, and it was the Dogs traveling across the Tasman to take on the Warriors, uh, and this game, a real, real uh, surprise. So the scoreline in the end, I mean, probably a few people backed the Warriors to win. Possibly not 42 points to 18. They really ran away with it in the end. Uh, by Leah, Watini's Lesniak uh, scored um, off an intercept. Uh, Ed Cossey got a double. Elias Katoa, Sean Johnson, Adam Fanua Blake towards the end of the game dotted over for them. Uh, Reese Walsh uh, kicked seven from seven. So nice tidy kicking from him for the Dogs. Avarillo, Flanagan, and Ado Carr. Ado Carr also with a, uh, an intercept there. Uh, Matt Burton kicking three goals. Uh, it was This was great to see the Warriors uh, doing well, bouncing back from a really poor performance the week before against the Bunnies. Uh, and for the Dogs, I think maybe things just caught up with them a little bit. Travelling up to Bundaberg to play the Cowboys and then shooting across the Tasman to play the Warriors uh, five days later. Uh, and has possibly caught up with them. Uh, the news uh, come out yesterday that uh, the Bulldogs have signed coach Cameron Seraldo. Uh, five-year deal. Uh, that's a massive contract. Five years for um, a bloke who's been an assistant coach, albeit with lots of raps on him, and he's he's, he's been head coach on an interim basis. Uh, look, from all accounts, look, the players absolutely love him. This sounds like the kind of move that will secure Matt Burton. Uh, it'll probably keep guys like Kikau happy, who's coming to the club next year. Uh, and it should uh, it should attract other players to the club if they can get their salary cap in order. Um, they've still got to do some moving around there. Um, but uh, big coup for the Dogs, uh, having Seraldo. Uh, I believe Wallace has already been, um, Peter Wallace has already been appointed the assistant coach uh, for the Penrith Panthers from next year, which is great. Um, big raps on Peter Wallace as well, who's been with the club since he retired. Uh, he was a gutsy footballer and he's doing well as a coach as well. So uh, good signs for the Dogs moving forward. They have dropped a couple of games now. and um, We'll see how they go for the end of the year. They've got Param- they've got a big game against Parramatta coming up this round. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they were in this game for a while there, but uh, the Warriors uh, moved away towards the end there. I thought Curran was really good. Uh, he, he got moved back to the bench, but he was really good when he came on. A lot of impact there. I thought John- Sean Johnson had a really good game, and that was a fantastic moment where he broke through the line uh, with a dummy and sold another dummy to Avarillo and he and he scored the try. That was Vintage Johnson. Really good to see uh, in front of his home crowd there. Uh, they would have been loving that, and um, I was given a few fist pumps there. I uh, had the um, had the tingles with that one. It was a good feel good moment there for Sean Johnson and the Warriors scoring a try. 
Uh, Points-wise, Supercoach, Reese Walsh, um, all those goal kicks, 102. Had a real had a real Barry Crocker there uh, doing a wee scamper uh, out of dummy half uh, deep near their own line there and just spilled his lollies. And uh, Kyle Flanagan picked up the ball and scored the try. That was after a Matt Burton bomb that Reese Walsh wanted nothing to do with. Let it bounce, and uh, the Dogs almost scored from that. Uh, it was a fifth tackle, last tackle turnover, and then Reese Walsh, first tackle, uh, spills his lollies, and they score a try. And that's what you get with them. And as a Broncos supporter, I'm thinking, oh, do, do we need this bloke? Do we want this bloke? We've got we've got Selwyn Cobbo who could play fullback. We've got... Um, uh, I'd, I'd rather Reese Walsh than Tessie New, to be fair. But yeah, uh, do we need this bloke? Um, I can't remember that, what kind of money he's on the Broncos. I'm hoping it's not massive money because I don't think he's he hasn't earned that yet. Um, you know, he's being signed on potential. He's still got he's still got some stuff in his game. He needs to refine. Uh, he did uh, put um, he did put uh, Cossie away for his first try, which is a really good one off a scrum uh, where he just used his speed. And he got around the second row in the center and then put Cossie through on that left edge there. So, I mean, there's a lot to like about his game, but there's still a lot of improvement there uh, for Reese Walsh. For Noah Blake, 94 with a try. Sean Johnson, 87 with a try. Ed Cossie, uh, the redemption story uh, just continues for him. It's really good after that Anzac Day massacre. Uh, he's come back bigger and better, playing really, really well. And uh, I had him the top score. He got, he got 82. He did really well. He played very, very well. Uh, Tohu Harris just doing his thing, 64. Curran, 61. Um, Vilea, uh, he might be he might be uh, just hiding away in people's teams there. Uh, could become a bit of an AE issue if you still have the bloke. Uh, but if he scores a try and he, and he throws out a 50, a 54 in this case, uh, you'll be happy with that. Don't know if he's going to score every week. They've got some pretty tough games to finish off the season, do the Warriors. Uh, for the Doggies there, uh, pretty grim reading when the highest score was Raymond Fortella Mariners 59, uh, Max King 51. I ended up playing Max King after when the news came out about Talakai moving, uh, not playing. I thought, oh, let's just bank, let's just bank the secure points for Max King early on a Friday night and 51. It's about, it's about what you'd expect from him. Uh, what else we got? Ado Car 42. The big one here, uh, Karaz with 24 and Matt Burton 23. Matt Burton had a bludger of a game. Uh, just that left edge was really clunky. Couldn't get anything going if I tell a mariner. Um, passes going to ground, going behind. It was uh, it, it was a little bit concerning, to be fair. I, I mean, they're not exactly playing against uh, the Panthers or the Storm, a really strong defensive unit. They're playing the Warriors, and Matt Burton did not look good. Uh, one stage, he almost ran through uh, for a try, and Jack Murchie tackled him, textbook tackle, uh, and dragged him, lassoed him down just before the line. Uh, but other than that, uh, I thought uh, Matt Burton had a really poor game. That was reflected in his Supercoach score. Uh, but look, they'll move on. They've got the Eels this week. It's always a good grudge match between those two teams. Uh, and I'm not too sure who the Warriors are. Oh, the Warriors might have the Cowboys, I think. That'll be a tough game up in Townsville uh, for that one. The second game on Friday, and it was the, uh, the mighty Parramatta Eels at home at Paradise, uh, where no one likes to play. The Rabbitohs don't mind it though, because they pumped them twenty six nil, and twenty six, and that nil for for the Eels is, uh, you know, that they they were worse than nil. Geez, they were poor. Um, the, the Rabbitohs were very very good. Uh, Got to give them a lot of credit. They were excellent. Parramatta were terrible, uh, and just they just continue this flow. Parramatta they were excellent last week against uh, Manly at Brookvale. 
maybe that form's a bit deceiving after what we saw from Manly yesterday. But to to play, uh, to come back home, big game against South Sydney, who have been playing really good footy, and just to throw up a donut like that. I know they don't have Mitch Moses, but they've got plenty of weapons in that team, uh, apart from Moses, and uh, they were just blown off the park. Uh, it should have been more. The Rabbitohs could have put 40 on them here. They, they got off to a blinding start. Um, Cody Walker scored in the fourth. Isaac Thompson scored on the right edge. Beautiful little tip-on from Colin Matangi. That was a beautiful touch. Uh, Alex Johnson with the obligatory try. In fact, make that a double. Uh, he went over um, Tass put Walker to Tass, put him through on the left, and then in the second half, Lachelle throws the cutout uh, to him. And then Cody Walker gets a double off a bit of a... Um, a bobble there from a bomb, I think it might have been, and he picked up the crumbs and got a double. Um, Parramatta, nothing. Um, big concerns there, but then again, maybe not. Uh, they've got the dogs this week. They probably put 50 on the dogs. Uh, put the mortgage on Parramatta 50+. plus. They're just that kind of a team. They're just You can't pick them. You can't pick them. You can't go anywhere near them for the premiership. Um, and, yeah, they're just... They could play, I don't know who they got in round 25. They could thump a team in round 25, go into the finals full of confidence. Um, probably not going to be a top four team, and they'll get bundled out in week one. Um, they're just that kind of a funny team, and you just can't back them. Um, Sean Lane, uh, look, I've got I've to eat a lot of humble pie. He, he's he been excellent. He has had an excellent season. Uh, and look, I, I put my hand up. I've, I've never liked Sean Lane. Um but he is playing very, very well. Very, very well. Uh, 85 super coach points for him. Um, Isaiah Papali'i, 60. He wasn't bad. He wasn't great. Uh, 60 is about his base there, isn't it? Um, Madison, 58. Uh, Gutherson, 58. Uh, Dylan Brown, 56. Very quiet first half. Um, as an owner, watch him very closely. Very, very quiet first half. Uh, and then he ran it a shit ton in the second half. And he was trying his heart out in that second 40. But... Uh, it was uh, too little, too late. But 56 for Dylan Brown. Um, the forwards, uh, the props, Campbell, Gillard, and Polo, they didn't have the impact that uh, that they normally do. Um, uh, Sivo was quiet, 36. Uh, Penasini, 36. Uh, Jake Arthur, I don't, I don't want to be bagging the bloke, but I mean, you could, I'm just calling it as I said. He had a poor game. Um, he got found out big time. The the kicking was just directionless. Uh, and yeah, he, he, he wasn't great. He kept kicking it down Latrell's throat and to the wingers as well. Uh, he needs to improve if he's going to be playing any more first grade. Let's have a look at what the bunnies did. They were superb. Cam Murray was outstanding. Uh, Latrell Mitchell, his first two touches were, uh, were line breaks off Cam Murray balls. I mean, um, Cam Murray is such a superb player. Uh, and like I said last time, he's just got to stay fit. Stay fit because um, he's one of the best forwards in the game. Uh, he, he plays a different style. He's not your destructive forward. He's just although he's got a great running game, but it's everything he does. He gets his hands on the ball. He plays as a first receiver in the middle in the middle of the field. There, uh, he's just got a great touch, uh, an excellent attacking weapon there. Uh, Latrell was just toying with them at, from times. There was one stage there uh, in the second half. He um, he caught the kick and he was just kind of dawdling along. And Paramount thought, okay, he's just gonna he's just gonna almost um submit the tackle here. And then he just and then he just stepped stepped on the gas. He burst through about three or four Paramount defenders uh and then started running down the field before they caught up with him. And it's just he was just toying with them. 
Um, he looks, he's a million bucks. It's so good watching him play. Really good, consistent footy now. Um, you see he always had flashes of it. Uh, he's consistently playing excellent, uh, which is great, great for the NRL, considering we don't have guys like Turbo, uh, Pappy, uh, Cleary, guys like that to watch uh, week in, week out at the moment. It's really great that Latrell's doing this because um, he's so good. He's so good to watch when he's doing his thing. And all the big guns are performing for South. Uh, Latrell, 115. Cook, 93, was just orchestrating things beautifully. Our dummy half. Cam Murray, as I mentioned, was excellent with 89. Cody Walker, a couple of tries, 85. Uh, Colin Matungi, 81. I mentioned the beautiful deft touch there to put Thompson away. Uh, Alex Johnson, 80. So all their big guns are playing well. They are going to be a huge menace come finals time. Uh, look, you know, everyone's been saying they've got a tough draw. They've got a tough way to finish the year. The way they're playing, they're favorites in every game. I mean, they were favorites uh, against the Eels. They're going to be favorites against uh, Param- uh, against Penrith this week. Um, they're just playing outstanding. Um, really, really enjoyable. Um, and if you're on them uh, from Supercoach, it's, it's good. It's happy days. I don't have a single South player. Uh, but there's no point death rowing them. They're playing way too good. Um, uh, and I do have a head-to-head semi-final this week. And I think my opponent, young Benjamin, does have a few South blokes. So maybe I will be doing a bit of death riding come Thursday. hope Penrith can turn it on defensively because uh, I might need it. The Super Sad Day started off with the Roosters and the Cows. This one at the SCG. I uh, had high hopes for this game. Uh, put the captaincy on uh, on Teddy. Uh, wasn't sure what I was going to do. It was going to be Nico. I was even thinking about Munster. I thought, nah, I'll go with Teddy. I'll go with my favorite player because if he lets me down, I, I can't stay angry for too long. Uh, he did let me down, uh, and I was angry, um, but uh, but not for too long. Though. I mean, Teddy can't be Teddy all the time. And it wasn't through lack of trying, and that's what you get when you, um, when you back Teddy in. It's not going to be from lack of trying. Uh, the Roosters just dominated the cows here. Uh, the forwards were superb. Um, and the cows just, I don't know, if they hit the wall, they just didn't show much at all in this game. Uh, and the Roosters um, the Roosters had plenty left in the tank. Uh, 32 points to 18 was the final score. Uh, I'm gonna, it's, it's always been, well, it's been Suali. I'm guessing that's the lazy uh, pronunciation. Um, I'm not going to try and butcher it. I'm going to try and find out exactly how you pronounce it before I give it a go. So at the moment, I'm sticking with Suali, but I'm pretty sure that is wrong. But he did score in the third minute. Uh, all the front row was scored. Lodge dotted down. So did Verils. He got a double. So did Wairua Hargraves. Daniel Tupo also scored a try for the Cows. Talangi, Robson, and uh, the Hammer got a consolation try towards the end of the, uh, end of the game there when uh, all the damage had been done. Uh, but yeah, a good solid performance from the Roosters who continue to win. I think that's five in a row, I think. Um, they were seven and nine at one stage. They're now 12 and nine, I believe. So quick bit of math. Yeah, seven plus five is 12. Five in a row. Good stuff. Go Chookies. And the Cows, they're just struggling a little bit. They're, they're, um, they're equal second place with the Sharks. I mean, I think the Sharks are going to overtake them. Uh, let's have a, what's the points difference there? Yeah, there's only about 70 points. There's a 70-point differential between the two. Um, if the Sharks can have a couple of big wins, they might overtake them there. I, like I've said for a little while, uh, finishing second, I think, is going to be important in hosting a final. Um, 
and I think the cows would much rather be hosting a semi-final uh, than have them sitting in either third or fourth and having to play either Penrith or probably the Sharks, possibly the Storm, but probably Pen- probably the Sharks. Um, or if they drop to fourth, they'll have to play the Panthers, and they won't want to do that. So yeah, that's um, that's important. Uh, let's look at the scores here. Sam Verrills, one thirty-one. Uh, Gold Coast Titans rubbing their hands together. You little beauty. Matt Lodge, eighty-nine. Radley set up a couple of tries early, eighty-eight. Uh, Hargrave, seventy-six. So the front row is just dominating the Supercoach scoring. Uh, Suwali, seventy-four. Uh, Crichton, fifty-six. Sam Walker, fifty-four. Uh, Joey Manu, 52, uh, back-to-back quiet games for Joey. Uh, Tedesco, 47, um, just killed me. I, I managed to win my super, my head-to-head in the end, but uh, it wasn't thanks to James Tedesco. Uh, Kerry, 34, uh, for the Cowboys. Reeves Robson, 91, just having a sensational season. Uh, there is word that he... Uh, Possibly is not going to sign on with the Cowboys. Might be moving back to New South Wales. That'll be interesting to see. He's a really good player. I mean, they were shopping him around at the start of the year. It just wasn't really gelling at the Cowboys. But this year, but since the season started, he's got better and better and better, playing very, very well. Uh, Luciano Le Lewis, 72 off the bench. Ruben Cotter, 71. He was on 50 at halftime, just in base. Just a base beast, Ru- Ruben Cotter. Uh, and great to see. What's his value, actually? Let's have a look here. He's 518 grand, so I mean, he might. Um, I'm just trying to think, you know, what he's going to be come start of next year. Because uh, I think he's just one, even though he's playing Origin, I think he's just one of those blokes you need to have. He's just a base beast. Uh, Tamalolo, just the 45. Uh, Drinkwater, 48. Um, Val Holmes, 36. That's a little bit disappointing. Uh, as a Val Holmes owner, you'd be hoping for a little bit better uh, than that. Um, that's okay, though. We'll move on. In fact, nope, we'll be back after this. All right, the middle game on Super Sad Day, and this was the Tigers hosting the Sharks up in Tamworth at Scully Park. Um, Sharks too good in the end, 36 points to 12. I mean, they had this game wrapped up very early on. It was 26-6 at halftime. Uh, game was well and truly in the bag. Lachlan Miller scored early. So did the Cavalli, Royce Hunt, Kate Dykes. So they had four tries in 20 minutes there. Uh, Ueli and Ramian, Hamlin Ueli, sorry, and, and Ramian scored in the second half uh, for the Tigers. New Brown scored again. He, he's a thread-out dummy half. Uh, Luke Garner also scored a try. Uh, Nico Hines, five from six. Adam Dewey kicked a couple of conversions there. Um, Sharks did what they need to do. Very slick. Uh, just, you know, showing this is a top four team playing a bottom four team. Uh, look, Tigers are going to really, have to do really well not to get the spoon now. Uh, after the Titans win. Um, if we look at the ladder here, they're both on 10 points. Uh, and the points differential, uh, Titans slightly, they've got a 17-point better points differential. Uh, but the Titans do have the Dragons. Um, I'm trying to think who else. They, I think they've got the Warriors in there and somebody else. And it's a reasonably soft. It's hard to be have a soft draw when you're in 15th. But their opponents aren't too tricky. Uh, the Tigers might be slightly trickier. They do have the Roosters this week. Um, the way the Titans are playing, they could win one, possibly two of their games. Whereas I don't think the Tigers are going to win another game. Um, it was a tough old, tough old go. But the Sharks continue to perform without Talakai. Um, there, uh, they just they just stayed in gear. Uh, there was an injury to uh, to Rudolph. Uh, did hurt himself there. Um, 
But, I mean, they've got enough stock in that forward pack there to be able to cover those injuries. Uh, let's look super coach-wise. Garner scored a try, 73. Often Galway just keeps doing his thing. Very consistent. Excellent season, 67. Uh, Adam Dewey, 66. New Adam Dewey owners. I mean, you'll take that. Uh, Fanua Pole, 63, did set up a try, the Luke Garner try. Uh, so 63 is a great effort. I mean, Fanua Pole, you know, you're not playing him, uh, he, but he's he's there as an option. He, he, he looks pretty solid. He's going to be a good first grader for a while. Uh, nothing else doing at the Tigers. Uh, for the Sharks, Blake Braley continuing to go well, 94. Uh, Nico Hines, just uh, captain consistency with 90. Jesse Ramian, 86. Cam McKinnis, 79. Owners would be stoked with that. Um, Mulatalo, 57. You'll take that without a try. Uh, and, yeah, that's about it from uh, from that game. Uh, Sharks just continue to, to power on. Uh, they need to keep winning if they want a chance of hosting a home semi, you would think. Uh, if they are going to be hosting, it's probably going to be at the new um, Allianz Stadium. Uh, it's going to be great to see footy played there. Uh, state of the art. It's got everything going. And so, you know, hopefully we get big crowds back there. I always enjoy games uh, at the old Sydney Football Stadium there. So it'd be great to have a, a base in the city there uh, for big-time footy. Uh, and it was, it's uh, got so many good memories of watching finals there at the Sydney Football Stadium. So hopefully the new Allianz can... Uh, provide that for everyone as well. Uh, and you would think that the Sharks, if they do get a home semi, they will be hosting at that venue. The last game on Super Sad Day, and it was the mighty Brisbane Broncos hosting the woeful Newcastle Knights. Um, 28-10 was the final score. Not overly convincing, I would have said. Uh, it was it was pretty close there for a while. I think it might have been 18 points to 10 there for a while. Newcastle were on the charge. Uh, but then Brisbane um, tooled away, uh, pulled away towards the end there. Uh, look, Selwyn, Selwyn Cobo is a star. Uh, Hattrick for him. He's just a star. Corey Oates just continues to score tries. Uh, and Ezra Mann uh, scored a great try. Um, made a line break. Uh, put um, Tamari Martin through. and um, uh, Martin got chased down. And a good flick pass back to Mann, who swan dived over. Um, normally not a huge fan of the swan dive. Uh, but when he's in your super coach team, you're absolutely cheering. Um, Reynolds, uh, four from five. Reynolds was excellent. He was in everything uh, for the Broncos. For the Knights, uh, Saifidi, Daniel Saifidi and Bradman best scored tries. Milford, one kick. Uh, Milford's, uh, Knights are struggling. Boy, they are struggling. Uh, Milford's not playing very well. Um, I don't know what the answer is there in Newcastle. They've got so many problems. Obviously, they're missing Ponga. Ponga is their key. Ponga is just as important to Newcastle as what Turbo is to Manly. You know, he's um, possibly more important because Manly's got, you know, still got guys like Cherry Evans, uh, Foran, um, Jake Trebojevic. You know, Newcastle don't have much else about, apart from Ponga. Uh, you know, they've got some good good, uh, good workhorses there. Um, guys like Braylon, the Saifides, but they, they, they struggle for consistency. What's happening with Clemmer? Uh, he was supposed to be back. Then all of a sudden, an old knee injury got aggravated. Could be more to that. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, Knights are, Knights are in struggle street. Broncos did need that win after a couple of consecutive losses. They did not need that win just to steady the ship. Uh, and they are sitting uh, in sixth place at the moment, looking pretty good. Selwyn Cobbo, 119. Like I said, that hat trick, that's great stuff. Uh, he is a star. Uh, Adam Reynolds turned up, uh, had a really good game. Uh, he was an option as a halfback replacement for Cleary. Uh, he was down that list, but if you did jump on, well done. You'll take the 100. 
Uh, Martin, 86. He's going to be a great signing for the Warriors. He really is. Uh, he's playing really well at fullback at the moment for the Broncos, and he's their best fullback. Um, he's just he's just a good, steady player. He doesn't tend to make too many errors. Um, I, I'm, I much prefer him over Tessie New. Tessie New is way too inconsistent. Tamari Martin is just good, steady football player. Uh, doesn't make too many mistakes, and he knows what to do uh, in attack. He he put Cobo away for a try, and he put Mam away for a try. He's just a just a good solid player. I think uh, with Clockstar coming to the Warriors next year, I just think you played Tamari Martin at five eight. Um, I know they've got a few. They've got Volkman. Uh, they've got Assi. Uh, you know, is Sean Johnson going to go around for another year? They're going to have plenty of options there, uh, but Martin's going to be in the mix for sure. Uh, let's have a look. Corey 8, 76. Payne Haas, 64. Uh, Ezra Mam 59. Um, what else we got? I thought Ryan James was really good. Uh, just a bit of a plug-and-play. Old Ryan James for the Broncos when when they need him. Comes in, does a good job. Uh, not much else they're doing. Uh, super coach-wise for the Broncos. And speaking of that, nothing doing at all at Newcastle. Daniel Saifidi, 76. Uh, Braley 66, Frizzell 63, best 61 with a try, but there's just nothing doing with this team at all. They are, they're pretty poor side, and they are, where are they on the table? They're 14th. Um, yeah, just, yeah, man, they've got some issues, uh, that team. Um, they're not really a fun team to watch. Uh, and, yeah, like I said, without Ponga, it's it's tough. I get that. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're just, they're really... Vanilla bland kind beside the old Newcastle Knights. They need a bit more, a um, little bit more sizzle, uh, is what they need. Uh, let's go to Sunday, and this was a good game uh, down in Canberra. It was the Raiders and the Dragons, two teams uh, with the old uh, mathematically a chance uh, thing going on. Especially the Dragons. I mean, the Raiders, the Raiders can keep winning and still not make it. Um, and look, they came through with the Bickies here. It was 24-22. Uh, some great synergy of, what, about a month ago, five weeks ago there, uh, where the Dragons um, got away with the points against uh, against the Raiders down in Wollongong, I think it was. There was that last play there, and Ben Hunt was all over. It should have been 10 the Ben, and the ref just blew the whistle time's up, time up. Uh, that final, you know, that's the end of the game, and the Dragons come away with the win and probably should have considered a penalty. Uh, to tie the scores up. Same thing happened here. Uh, right at the end of the game, Ben Hunt puts um, oh, Mommy Fee guy through on the left with a great ball. He has a big run. Off he goes, and he gets held up about, what, 20 metres out? Pretty close to the post. And uh, Harawira Naira is all over him, slowing things up there. <laughs> Rev just blows the whistle. That's full time. Uh, so that's even. You call that evens, what you call that. Uh, 24-22, the Raiders win. Tries to Hudson Young, Jordan Rapina, Ryan Sutton, Albert Hopawati. Um, for the Dragons, Toto Amon, a hat-trick if you don't mind. Toto Monga scored in the 75th. Jamal Fogarty, four kicks from four. Lomax, three from four. Uh, if we have a look at the scoring, Hudson Young, 67. Um, what else from a Supercoach perspective? Fogarty, 47. Not a lot of Supercoach action with these Raiders, is there? Uh, and the Dragons are mine, 141, if you don't mind. Jack Bird, 98. Uh, ben Hunt, 57. Uh, Zach Lomax, just the 33 uh, for him. Uh, that's the season over for the Dragons, well and truly. Uh, and for the Raiders, 
They live to fight another day. They are in ninth, uh, and they are really the only team outside the eight that has a chance of playing in the finals. Uh, the Roosters are on 26. The Raiders are on 24. Uh, the points differential is 90 in the Roosters' favour, though. So they're, they're really two games behind with only three to play. So And the Roosters do have the Tigers next week. So I think if the Roosters do, do the business there, uh, the top eight is pretty much settled uh, with two weeks to go, uh, which is unfortunate. So the Raiders could win out and still not make the finals. Uh, that's just how it goes. Uh not the I, I thought I thought both teams actually played pretty well. Um, not a lot of super coach relevance, but I thought both teams actually played a pretty good game of footy. Uh, and it's always good when it's nice and close like that. Uh, keeps it exciting. Uh, the last game of the round, and this one wasn't nice and close. In fact, it was uh, it was a pumping in the end. Forty four points to twenty four to the Gold Coast Titans, the Manly Seagulls. What is doing here? This team is starting to unravel. I think there's clearly still some issues um, with the, dating back to the whole Jersey saga. Uh, 44 to 24, losing by 20 points to the Titans, who hadn't won since Magic Round. And that was in early May. You know, that was three months ago. They hadn't won in three months. Uh, and then they, they put 44 on Manly. Uh, and there are some serious issues with that club. Uh, the Gold Coast were were really, really good. There was, you know, they the Gold Coast gave Manly plenty of opportunities uh, as well. Um, it's one of those typical games up at Seabus there. There's plenty of points. This one I should have bet on to bang the over. I think the over might have been 50 or it might have been 48. I should have banged the over here. I mean, it got through easy while they scored 68 points. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the poor old uh, the poor old Titans who had, who had been rubbish this year. Uh, it was really good to see them get a win in front of their home fans. Um, and really good for one of their players in particular to have a big game for me. Jamin Jolliffe scored early. Jojo Fafita, Brian Kelly, uh, Mr. Upright, Bo Firma got a double. Uh, Brimson scored a great try where he had spiders all over him. Manly just didn't want to tackle him. Uh, great try. And then David Fafita, sensational try from about halfway. Burst through, I think Schuster, maybe LIA or one of the other middle forwards there. Just burst through them, started running. Uh, sold a dummy to the fullback, but um, or and then to one of his uh, uh his support players. He goes, "Now nah, I can go myself here." Uh, Saab came in, but he was just a passenger. And for feet, it went ahead and scored a sensational try. Uh, and you know, it, the thing is, though, that's how for feet is scoring his tries, like from nothing. You know, the ball's on the ground, and he'll just all of a sudden pick it up, burst through, or something like that. He's not scoring tries where his halves or his, his creative players. Uh, setting him up and isolating him against one on one against an opponent or anything like that. It's all just happening kind of ad lib, uh, and you know we need more. We need more than that. Otherwise, this bloke's just a bit of a waste. You know, I mean, he's just we need more from this bloke, uh, and it's it's on him, but it's on the club as well uh, to try and get him better ball and get him in better positions to do um, the destructive stuff we know he can do instead of just relying on nothing happening and him plodding along, then all of a sudden, kaboom, uh, he'll just explode with a crazy play. Uh, and all of a sudden, you know, his super coach score goes up by 40 points. Uh, you, you need to see more from him than that. In saying that, when he does these unbelievable things that you don't see coming, uh, it's great to see, especially as an owner, which I am, and I'm stoked about it. Let's have a look. Uh, for the Seagulls, uh, Ruben Garrick scored a try. Jake Javorovic scored a try. 
Parker on return and Cooler scored. Uh, Tanner Boyd, seven from seven, and Ruben Garrick, four from four. Uh, let's have a look at the um, at the Supercoach scoring. Uh, Brimson, top score with 111. He's starting to find some form. A uh, little too late as far as the Titans are concerned. Uh, Bo Furman, Mr. Upright, 93 with a double. Uh, David Fafida with 85. Tanner Boyd looking better and better in the halves. Um, but from a super, he's not really a super coach option. Uh, he is he is dual. If he stays as a dual and he's going to play halfback next year, it could be it could be a bit of an option for uh, for super coach. They do have Kieran Foran coming to the club. So where does that where does that leave Tanner Boyd? Where does it leave Brimson? Where does it leave Campbell? Uh, it's a tough one there. Uh, but changes need to be made. They didn't have Tino um, either, his partner, uh, and him expecting their second child very very soon. So he was a late scratching there. Um, but it didn't matter in the end. Uh, for Manly, Ruben Garrick, top score with 81. Uh, Jake Trebojevic with 73. Cooler with 57. Olakowatu, 48. Um, what else we got? Cherry Evans, just 28. Cherry Evans' owners won't be happy with that. Uh, Schuster, 12. Uh, had to come on uh, later in the game there for Davey, I think it was. Schuster is going to be bottom dollar uh, at the start of next year. Uh, if he can have a decent preseason, drop a few, um, drop a few kegs, uh, and you know if he's playing five eight, uh, or if, or if they decide he's not, you're not a five eight anymore. You're an edge player. If he's going to be there and he's got a starting role, and you've got a ready made cheapie there and Josh Schuster, it's like rewinding back the clock to last season when you pick him up for bottom dollar, uh, and he just killed it for you. Um, but they've got they've got issues. The Seagulls they've got a lot of issues actually. They're not going to be playing finals footy this year. Um, big concerns. It sounds like there are rumblings at the club still about what happened with the uh, the jersey saga. Uh, and yeah, it looks like the, their season is over. It'll be very interesting to see how they go uh, playing out the last three games uh, of this year. We'll be back in a minute. All right, the best bets and lost money again. Surprise, surprise. Uh, if you're following me in, uh, how well are you doing? Um, dropped about eight bucks uh, in the end of the year. Pretend hundred dollars. Uh, dropped a pretend eight dollars and eighteen cents actually. Uh, Twenty bucks on the Panthers to win an under forty and a half. Got the under right, uh, but uh, picked the wrong winner there. That was no good. Uh, 20 on the Eels Rabbitohs, uh, first half over 21, just the 14 points there. Roosters Cowboys as well, uh, over 21. They had the 20. Uh, anytime try scorers, I, I threw five in there. Uh, Taruva, nah. Um, Tedesco, nah. Adokar, Johnson, Oates, tick, tick, tick. Still no good to me. Uh, only picked five uh, of the eight. I've got the Panthers wrong, the Dogs wrong, Seagulls wrong. In uh, that $10 multi, the one I did get right was Super Sad Day. It was the Roosters, Sharks, and Broncos, the three of those uh, lobbing in for me, uh, returning $91.82. So down $8.18 for the week. Uh, just add that on to the thousands of dollars I'm down for the year. Thankfully, it's just pretend thousands of dollars, so it's all good, not the real stuff. Uh, so I'm not exactly gambling responsibly. I'm just gam- gambling with my imagination. Uh, which uh, is probably a good thing based on how this year's been going. Manly Seagulls, what is doing? The Benny Hill moment goes to you guys. Uh, getting absolutely pumped by the Gold Coast Titans. Like I said, a team that hadn't won since uh, Magic Round back in early May, three months ago, without their best player in Tino, 
uh, and you go and put out that performance. It looked like you're up at the Gold Coast, you go to Dream World, Sea World, Movie World, wherever you you weren't in the real world is where is uh, is where you weren't uh, getting killed like that. Uh, especially after last week as well with that big game against Parramatta where you just fell apart in the second half in a must-win performance. There are serious issues at this club, serious, serious issues. Uh, and I think this is going to be a massive offseason. You've got three games left this year. You're not going to win any of them. You've got the Sharks, you've got the Raiders, and you've got the Dogs. I can't see you winning any of those games. And this is going to be a massive offseason for this club. Uh, where do they go from here? Who knows? We'll be back in a minute. All right, so that's round 22, done and dusted. Um, again, the footy is excellent. Uh, look, I think the top eight is settled. I don't think Canberra is going to make it, even if they keep winning. Uh, and it's just going to be about teams jostling for position there and seeding. Uh, I mean, I think the most important one there, I mean, the Cowboys, uh, they've got they've got a, a serious home field advantage up there in Townsville, I feel. Uh, they don't want to play in Sydney for semi-final time. Even if they do have to play week one in Sydney, I mean, they will get a second chance and get to go back up to Townsville uh, for week two. I mean, that's the advantage of finishing in the top four. So it's not all doom and gloom for the Cowboys, but they want to get back on the uh, the winner's circle there. Teams like the Rabbitohs are flying. The Roosters are playing very, very well. The Storm are back. I think Penrith are going to be okay. I wouldn't stress too much there. Uh, Broncos and Eels, they're, they're hovering there and thereabouts. Hey, well done if you won your head-to-heads and you've got prelims coming up this week. Shout out also to Garth and 69th, just continuing his fantastic year. Well done to you, mate. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Uh, and I will be back later on the week to preview the round 23 action. Cheers, everybody.